Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello. 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 Uh, this is Here's a Crazy Story, a podcast from The Overtake where we tell crazy true stories. I'm Robin. I'm Abby. And I'm Rick. And that's, that's it. That's it. That's yeah, that's all went fine. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, I mean, it, this is like probably what, nearly the 20th time I've done this. Yeah. So, should You're really still waiting for it. something though to come through. Oh, yeah, it feels me like, too. Like yeah, me, me too. Yes. Correct, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I'm. Um, I think I'm looking at you guys thinking what comes next. And I just never know. What do you no. expect no. from us? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, have we got any corrections from last week or previous weeks? I don't think so. No. No, me neither. No. Well done, guys. Cool. Right, straight to the stories then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Easy. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Title well, off, please. Yeah. Um, oh, I haven't thought of one for mine. Uh Every week. What else is new? You're actually ready on that. time this week as well. He could have taken three seconds. Literally, before the recording, she says, Siri, bing me a crazy story. <laughs> and then just reads it off the phone. Um, bing. My, uh, mine is um, the... Can I just... Can I, does it have to have a title? No, just, just give no. me like a descriptor of some kind without spoilers. Um, t- tw- uh, you see, what I've done is I've carefully crafted it so that it has a moment of surprise on every paragraph of my oh, own. Oh, very Oh, wow. Yeah, like That's I always impressive. do every week. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which, me- which makes it really hard to... Oh, fine. Rick, my, what's yours? Mine's called... Um, the freaky deaky death and legacy of Edgar Allan Poe. See, that's selling it. That okay. is selling well, it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine is the freaky deaky stab- death. Stab- <laughs> uh, yeah, mine was just the death Wisconsin of Edgar Allan Poe, but I added it. Oh, sorry. Oh, there, that'll, okay. Yeah. Give us the tone. Then. I mean, I've already ruined half of it already by telling you there was a stabbing, but. <laughs> uh, never mind. In Wisconsin, though. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's the theme of mine is like just kind of like a laboured oddity, like oddness <laughs> of like the curse of Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. It's like, is, that, is this gonna be like the curse of Superman? No. Well, kind of. It's like three stories that are connected. Oh. Okay. Um, three stories. But they're quite small. 
But yeah, they the all revolve around Edgar Allan Poe being mm. dead. Yeah. I like okay. those because you've given it to me in smaller doses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keeps my attention. That's true. Uh, mine, the mood is... Um, the mood. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do it like that. <laughs> I think, honestly, the longer I've done this podcast, the more I've realised I've got several speech impediments. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, pretty much all that can go wrong with talking, I do it all. After you asked me the other day if I, I was dyslexic, I've <laughs> gone through... Worrying that I am dyslexic, oh, no. worrying that I'm getting Alzheimer's. I couldn't remember a word the other day, and I was just like, oh shit, that's it, the brain's that's it, fucked, your brain it's is gone. gone. Yeah. Oh, I did I, think when you said that, like, oh no, you, you, you're going to fuck him up Give for him a, a while. Well, yeah. I'm just, it just seems like a lot of, like... It's just like, it's, you just write like a dyslexic person. Yeah, right? well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it does. And there's nothing wrong with dyslexia, it's, but you are but you if, actually probably yeah, don't. You're I'm just a so, bad typer. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure even people who have dyslexia, if you said to him, would you prefer not to have dyslexia, they'd say yes. Yeah, they would say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. That's true. But also, you, if well, you have got dyslexia... Ease. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, Sorry, if, dyslexic people. If you, have got, if you have got dyslexia, you should see, see to it <laughs> see to it that you get the help you need yeah let's get some glasses um, or something yeah that's for sure because they are well they I forget because of course I'm getting Alzheimer's as well because I keep you're definitely not getting Alzheimer's oh I'm God. getting Alzheimer's what is the mood of your goddamn story <laughs> okay. uh, oh yeah what are we doing well it's because you made fun of the word that said mood <laughs> you did it again yeah. um yeah, well, that, I was doing that for fun that second time. Yeah, sure, okay. I did an impression of myself. Uh, right, so mood of mood of mine is um, creepy. No, oh. it's not that creepy. That is a mood. It's macabre. Mm, it's not macabre. It's uh, moody. <laughs> it's moody. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh God, this has been. I'm. So, I'm sorry about the torture that this entire. Let's thing do yours been. first. Once I get onto the story, it'll be fine. I promise. Are we we do mine first. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's right. get moving. <laughs> All right. 2014. So five years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, fast in, math. Hmm. That was incredibly fast math. I mean, it was easy. Though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was making fun of you. Oh, we. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um. So, Waukesha. In Wisconsin, um, there were three girls who were best friends: uh, Anissa Weir, Morgan Giza, and Peyton Lutner. Lautner. Imagine no, your last name being Giza. Is it L A U N T O N? No, oh. that I would know was Lautner. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it's L E U T N E R. Lut. Lutner. Lutner. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, it doesn't really matter what their last names are because I'll never refer to them again. Okay. So, main things you need to know are the first names, which are Anissa, Morgan, and Peyton. Mm-hmm. So, they're 12 years old in 2014. So, I was trying to think of what 12 years old is, and it's the Stranger Things kids from season one. That's what you're picturing, that age. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That actually does help. Yeah, because mm. I, I can't remember what 12-year-olds I'm terrible like. at ages Picture as well. Year old, like, yeah. I don't know what I mean, a five-year-old picture... looks like. Is it like this big or is it like this yeah. big? She did two wildly like, different. different <laughs> yeah. Very different. Yeah. Neither of them uh, were the height no. of five-year-olds. <laughs> I think the second one wasn't too bad. I was, no. I think that one was as your height. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is that's not much saying anything. <laughs> yeah. So they're all classmates in the same middle school, uh, and at the time, the teachers said they were like okay students. They didn't really get in trouble. Um, other people thought they were a bit nerdy and maybe a bit less mature than the other kids, but mm-hmm. generally speaking, they were kind of unremarkable kids. Um, Fuck, I hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> they they well, were average in mm-hmm. everywhere. They won't, and for reasons I will explain. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, I think I know this one. Do you? I think so, yeah, it's oh, a good one. Yeah. Uh, so they seemed to be really close friends, but what Payne, Peyton didn't know... Uh, whether her best friends had planned to kill her. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Bit of a shocker, innit? Mm-hmm. I mean, all friend groups have secrets. Yeah. Like, I did say there was a stabbing, so I guess. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think know. it was going to come that, that early. early. Yeah. yeah. Mean girls. I mean, I could, I, could, I could do more on the backstory, but I, I don't think it's... Well, the backstory will come into it. Okay, yeah. yeah. I've structured it this way for... For dramatic best purposes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... Uh, so Anissa and Morgan had initially planned to kill Peyton at a sleepover. So they had a sleepover. And they were going to tape her mouth shut and stab her in the neck and run away. Um, That's so specific. Yeah. Mm. So they re- really planned it. Um, they didn't do that attack because they said, well, afterwards, um, Morgan said that she wanted to have, she wanted to give Pey- Peyton another day to live. Well, I just <sighs> think really she chickened out at the sleepover, yeah. to be honest. She wouldn't. Well, just these are little girls and i'm pretty sure morgan was the last name of that kid from the ring and so my mind's just like creeping me out interesting mm-hmm. interesting yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah yeah interesting that is interesting really really yeah no okay. I, yeah it <laughs> yeah, is interesting yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, um but also when abby said what is the mood of your story yeah and the start of it is two 12-year-old girls stabbing another 12-year-old girl. The yeah. mood is dark. Yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> kind of like light entertainment. Yeah, it's like something like Anton Deck might do. Like. I think I'm just like so blunted now <laughs> to these. I'm just like, every mood is just, mm. <laughs> Even if it's grim. So, uh, yeah. So after the sleep, they did the sleepover. They chickened out of the killing. Um, after the sleepover, I was going to do a joke then about them being chickens but I was like no yeah it's fine for a 12 year old chicken I was thinking you said chickened out like they, they were pussies or something yeah that, well, that's kind of what I was yeah yeah, yeah that's what the joke I was gonna do basically yeah. um so they they came up with a second plan for attacking Peyton um and it was they were good they went for a walk and they went to the toilet of like a local park you know like a public toilet mm. and they were in the toilet um and they were trying to find a place that was like um, a good place to to do the killing, and uh, they they chose not to they chose not to pick the bathroom because it they wanted it to have drains for the blood to run out of because um, they thought that would be better. So calculated, yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, I suspect it was a chickening out situation again, but either way, it ain't good. <laughs> so. What actually happened was then they went to a nearby forest and they were like, let's play hide and seek. And Peyton was like, I don't really want to, like, I, I, I don't, I, I want to go home or whatever. Cause, so she was getting some vibes, I think, at this point with yeah. Peyton, even, even though she didn't know what was coming. Um, and the, the other two, like, basically bullied her into going to the woods and playing hide and seek. Um, and so this was May, 31st of May, 2014. Um, so they were, they were, Gonna play hide and seek. Uh, Peyton and one of the other girls. I can't remember which one it was now. 
maybe in Anissa, um, were hiding and Morgan was trying to trying to find them. And then Anissa pinned Pey- Peyton down and was like, um, like, I've got her, like, do it now, do it now. And then the other one started stabbing her. She was stabbed 19 times in the arms, legs and torso with a five inch long kitchen knife. Um, two wounds were to major organs. So one missed her heart by less than a millimeter and another went through her diaphragm, which, which cut into her liver and her stomach. So I actually watched a video where they interviewed the, the uh, surgeon afterwards that was mm-hmm. like trying to save her life. And he said that basically the knife went like to the wall of this artery in her heart. And Whoa. if it had just popped in, like it touched the wall of the ar- mm-hmm. artery, if it had gone through, she would have obviously died. Um, Cause she would have just like lost blood and had a heart attack. So, um, yeah, so Anisa and Morgan were like, okay, we're gonna go and get help now um, while she was still alive. Um, and But they just like ran away. Um, and later they said that they had always been planning to just leave her to die. Like they weren't I mean, going to get help. I mean, obviously, like why would they stab her and then mm-hmm. go to get help? Exactly, yeah, exactly. So, Pey- but Peyton didn't die. She dragged herself to a road, a nearby road, where some guy called Greg Steinberg, who's a cyclist, found her mm-hmm. um i listened to the 911 call for some reason i don't really i don't know why i do that because it's mm. not it's always horrible it's happy, <laughs> um and um yeah he's like um there's a there's a there's a girl here and um, she's been stabbed and the the 911 person's like she's been what and he's like she's been stabbed um because i think it's just like it was pretty shocking yeah. even to a 911 operator mm-hmm. that little girl had been stabbed um, so they let they a little bit later. I think it was actually the next day, or it might have been later on in the day. Um, they found Anissa and Morgan like walking or walking near like a big road, Interstate ninety four. Don't know what that means, but yeah. Interstate sounds like a big road. Doesn't yeah, it? yeah, sounds it's like sounds like a motorway. States, yeah. yeah, exactly. So they when the police caught them, the knife that they'd used in the stabbing was in a bag um, that they were carrying. And they had like loads of running away stuff, like snacks and like and clothes. And like one had pictures mm-hmm. of her family, so like they weren't planning on coming back by the looks of it, yeah, or not in a hurry. Um, so, uh, but Peyton survived the attack. Um, she left the hospital six days after because she'd had like surgery and stuff, and um, eventually she went back to school like a few months later, like oh. in the next academic year. <sighs> Does any of this sound familiar? to you Rick do you think it sounds familiar it does sound familiar Why, yes. what, what do you think do you, I'm missing a crucial well, component of the story yeah well, I'm missing a crucial component I don't want to steal it from delivery but I've watched a documentary about this have you yeah, okay, yeah. it's very good it, okay, yeah good. and Abby's comment about the ring earlier was particularly like synchronistic yes mm, just Get on with it. You don't understand. Are you that. terrified? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the Ring is literally like one of three movies that's ever scared me. I just <laughs> okay. don't like this. It's not, also, it's, it's not like, the Ring, so it's it's so cruel and inhuman. It's making my chest hurt. Yeah, this was this is some of the most pain I've ever seen you in. Actually, yeah, <laughs> it's, this is a really it. tough story for someone <laughs> yeah. with just like too much empathy. Like yeah. it's hurting me. Well, if you so if you know what, well just. If this makes you feel better, there was a nice video that I watched of Peyton in the animal shelter cuddling some kittens and having fully recovered from okay. her ordeal. That's nice. Yeah. Um, so the reason why some of this might be familiar 
is uh, because afterwards, uh, Anissa and Morgan, um, they spoke, they, you know, obviously they were speaking to them and they were chatting to them and they were like, what, what's all this about? And they were like, oh, we feel really bad about it, but um, we needed to do it to appease Slender Man. Does this sound familiar, mm-hmm. Abigail? Yeah, go on. <laughs> okay. So, Slender Man. Bit of background on Slender Man, in case anyone hasn't heard of him. Um, so, he's a... Uh, fictional kind of a monster um, create he was actually created originally in 2009 in a photoshop like paranormal image contest mm-hmm. um, on a website called something awful um, and it's just like a, a, a creepy forum mm-hmm. um, and uh, since and I don't know why it took off like people were just like it just became like mimetic didn't it yeah, it was just exactly. kind of it was cool just like people yeah scary. people were like what the fuck is this weird mm-hmm. thing um and then after that a lot of other people like expanded on it so uh other people created like fanfic and like um other like artistic depictions and now if you google slender man there's just like hundreds if not thousands of different mm. illustrations and stories about slender man it was like a video game as well like yes. create a video game about it as well that was like really intensely scary yeah where you just you walk around a forest and you find a little note and you, you keep seeing him in the distance oh. coming towards you and you've got to like find all the notes before he he gets, he gets to you, you. <gasps> and it's just that a survival horror. you can't do anything you can only pick up the notes oh my god um, but yeah it's creepy it's yeah really that's so creepy i was out i don't think i ever played it i watched somebody play it because um, I was too chicken and yeah. I definitely didn't play it before I knew about this oh, horrible really? assault yeah, yeah. so um, yeah so to, just to describe the appearance of Slender Man um, it's like a tall thin man um, he's got like a plain like featureless face like just like smooth orb, like, like yeah. Howard Moon yes yes yeah. but with no eyes or yeah. nose or mouth or anything um, he's um, he always wears like a black suit it's usually like a black suit with a black tie and a white shirt. Um, and then sometimes people show him as having like tentacles growing out of his back or like really long tentacly limbs. Um, so if you can, if you come in, according to this, you know, internet mythos, um, if you come into contact with Slender Man, uh, you might end up with amnesia, bouts of coughing and paranoid behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, there's and also to follow on from Slenderman, there was a there was like a creepy Slenderman horror film, mm-hmm. and he made people go crazy or killed them mm-hmm. as well. Um, so yeah, so he's often like depicted as hiding in forests and like scaring children, stalking children, and like so a lot of the um, fan fiction around it is like or like a lot of the illustrations are like or the photoshops are like kids. Ha- posing for a picture with creepy slender man in the background mm-hmm. and they didn't know he was there so that's yeah so but so both of the girls had discovered um slender man on a creepypasta wiki which is a website that hosts creepypasta mm-hmm. which if you haven't heard that have you guys heard that term before mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah you both i knew you both would but if people don't know it just basically are like creepy creepypasta is those kind of like um it's fictional like a, like stories. Like an online campfire for telling ghost stories. Yeah, exactly. like, I mean, that might be a nicer way of describing it than No, it, than that's it is, about, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, always like sleeping story, the Russian sleep experiments on the... Yeah, yeah. Um, there's loads of where you, it's, it almost seems... There's that one about that guy. There's like, he goes on a... He, he's on... Um, like someone who's on a, 
um, subway mm-hmm. train and there was a woman that's like can't can't stop staring or something and then it turns out that she's dead or something like that. I, uh, I obviously didn't tell the story uh, very yeah. well but like, yeah there's turns loads out of Bruce like, Willis yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's loads of like yeah like fic- fictional um, and the one about that, the woman who has um, the police stop her before she goes on like another date with this guy and oh, she's yeah. got this disease and they're like oh the only way you can get this disease is if you've had sex with a corpse yeah and she, she's caught it off she's him, caught off him and he was gonna chop wasn't her it up. like he's he um he she has some weird spots around yeah around her mouth or something like that yeah she gets off with this guy and he's like really like at the end of the night and he's really persuading us to go back to his was that but she can't copy pasta i swear that was just a facebook post uh, the, yeah, they but might, they I kind mean, of climb out of it before. Yeah. So, yeah. like, some of them end up side on Fortune and then, like, go on to, like, he was, Reddit and Because, like, he worked in a morgue, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, well, I got told to that the, one. Yeah. yeah. That my friend at university said her it happened to her friend's mum. Okay, So I think yeah. maybe her friend had told her that as, like, a legitimate story. Yeah, then, right, yeah. okay. Yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, so Creepypasta are basically those stories um, that you're not, that kind of seem like they might be real sometimes mm-hmm. or they're just general like creepy stories on the internet basically like internet myths um so the girls like um when they were when they were interviewed afterwards after they did the stabbing they were asked um obviously about what it was all about they said that they believed that slender man was real and they'd wanted to prove their loyalty to him so they could become his quote-unquote proxies um they wanted to prove his existence and also prove the skeptics wrong, um, prevent him from harming their families because they thought the only way to do that was to kill someone and then the families would be fine. And then they would become Slenderman's servants and live in his mansion. This is so far away from any Slenderman law that it just seems... Well, I think it's this is like deep Slenderman law. Yeah, There's like I mean, this kind of... And some of it, they, they'd obviously just... Yeah. There's like this weird just undercurrent just, yeah. about so him being like a protector of children as well. Like he's often... Mm. Like often uh, lots of images of him like holding hands of kids, but it's like... I might be misremembering it from this documentary I watched about it. Like kids think like oh if if he takes you or if he ch- like decides that you're gonna be one of his proxies and he kills you it's like him taking you away to be safe which has got that weird kind of yeah that's interesting uh, yeah 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 so what so when they ran away after they'd done the stabbing they um they'd they were going they were aiming for nicolette national forest which they thought was where his mansion was which also just also happens to be in wisconsin uh, so convenient, isn't <laughs> yes, it? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know whether they, that was a thing that they made up or whether it was on the Slender internet Man somewhere. Slender Man just really likes cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that a is it a Wisconsin thing? Oh, dairy. Yeah, is Wisconsin where like all the serial killers are from? Or is that? Mm. Yeah, it's Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, but yeah. like, well, it's yeah. really flat. Ah, interesting. Mm. Yeah, like Ted Bundy, like they have like the highest rate of serial killers on the planet. Oh, I never really. I'm because they're really rural and backwards and mm. like everyone. And like when, cattle and yeah, and all that kind of like morality butchery. stuff that fucks you up, where mm-hmm. like some stuff is fine and some stuff's immoral, but actually a lot, a lot of like when it comes to religion, sometimes, uh, but a lot of what it is is like it really skews people's perception of what's mm-hmm. okay and what isn't okay, yeah, and like harming other people and stuff. Anyway, yeah, so uh, yeah, so basically everyone on Creepypasta Wiki was really shocked by the stabbing, mm-hmm. as you would be. 
Um, and people started to raise money for Peyton, which was really nice. I didn't look up how much they'd raised, mm. which should have done that. Yeah, I sent it, uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't have been, wouldn't it? Um, so, yeah, and the, the site mods had, like, posted a warning afterwards that says, like, come on, guys, understand the difference between truth and fiction. Yeah. And, like, obviously they're 12 years old, but but even if they were quite immature 12-year-olds, 12, 12 mm-hmm. it's still... It would it's be. Tough, it's though, very it? unusual to find I mean, kids that believe stuff like that. But I mean, you, you may as well post on th- those relatives may as well go into a church and say, "Understand the truth between." Uh, yeah, you know, I truth mean, and fiction, yeah, and definitely. then to a, a young developing mind as well. Yeah, like that line is so easily blurred sometimes. Yeah, like definitely. I, I don't know how old I was, but mm. I was definitely young. But there was certainly a point in my mind where I was confused between whether Sherlock Holmes was just a real person <laughs> or whether he was a literary figure. Oh, really? Yeah. And then eventually... Yeah, but Sherlock Holmes is quite believable. Yeah, and people actually used to write letters to Sherlock Holmes yeah. as well. So I wasn't yeah. the first, but... No, like, not at all. And I was a child. I wasn't, yeah. a, I wasn't like a fully grown adult. <laughs> Dear Sherlock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, so I feel, yeah, yeah, not that I feel sorry for them, but I can, I can see how... A child can easily well yeah and also that. like if you're you know like you see a lot of these days a lot of adults believe all sorts of like online conspiracy theories mm, that just, jumbo, yeah, yeah that that actually aren't as they're actually just as laughable yeah as that um and i guess yeah i've never i've never really done it i once watched a um documentary about uh the moon landing mm-hmm. and how it could have been faked and then after i watched that i was like oh my god it was faked yeah it wasn't fake though, was it? No, probably no, wasn't. it wasn't. No, but there is a lot of things that make you feel like it was faked. Mm. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So the yeah. So there's that. Um, the the creator of Slenderman, Eric Knudsen, so the original Slenderman guy, yeah. um, said, "Quote: I am deeply saddened by the tragedy in Wisconsin, and my heart goes out to the families of those affected by this terrible act." End quote. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't probably go as far as saying it's a tragedy because she's perfectly fine. I mean, obviously she'll have some trauma, residual mm-hmm. trauma from being horribly stabbed by the people that she thought were her friends. But <laughs> really brutal, but she's yeah. Fi- but she's fine, you know, like yeah. she's she's healthy and fine. Um, yeah, so they were sentenced um, and they both of them ended up... I won't go through all the kind of legal stuff, but they both of them ended up basically being found guilty but um or not not guilt i think it's like not guilty but diminished well we would call it diminished responsibility so like mm-hmm. they had they were considered to have mental health yeah. issues which makes sense so anisa is doing 25 years in a mental health facility and morgan 40 years yeah. so i think these are like special criminal mental health facilities yeah uh, like a, like in Britain we have like forensic wards for I can't remember what the documentary I watched it's on like now TV and you can find it if you type in Slenderman it'll come up yeah and it's called like Slenderman like the making of a myth or something it's quite in depth because it's not just about the crime but it's about like the psychology around nice. it and yeah. all the kind of creepy pasta stuff but there is like footage of them being interviewed by the by the yeah, detectives yeah I watched some of that yeah yeah and it's kind of weird because I mean I don't know, but like you're watching it, and you can see that one of them is like, "We did something bad," yeah. like, and you can you can see the kind of realization that hang on, what I've done is more realistic than what I yeah. believe, and the other yeah. one just doesn't seem to. It still kind of yeah. appears to be convinced, but it's just saying, "Yeah, no, I understand he's not real." Yeah, when secretly like she, 
she still he thinks is, yeah. he is yeah yeah it's really yeah i don't know I, it's weird to think that like i don't know what their upbringing was like or anything about their family life mm. but it is still weird to think that i think it seems like relatively people, normal yeah it yeah. seemed like it yeah and like the the parents so peyton's parents were interviewed on this thing this one of these videos i watched and um they were saying they there were no alarm bells at all like beforehand mm. about the two girls and like you know, they'd fallen out a couple of times, but only normal 12-year-old You said that one of them might be slightly autistic. Or one of them seemed, on the I thought it seemed like, like it when you when you watch the videos, actually, mm. but I can't remember which... Not being diagnosed. One. No, but, yeah. well, maybe maybe now, actually, I don't yeah. know. But, um, yeah, at the time, beforehand, no. Oof. So, yeah, so there you go. So the actual title of that story, I would call it The Slender Man Stabbing. Yeah. But I obviously couldn't do that right at the yeah. start because I would give away the entire thing fair enough yes even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about quince they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe ethical and responsible manufacturing elevate your style without the elevated price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool. Story two. Yeah, Instead let's do it. For Abigail to catch up on corrections. So I gave a loads denial. What, yeah, what am I? What did I call it? The freaky deaky death something, and something. freaky deaky legacy so of Edgar Allan Poe's death. Yeah, every single week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could have mentioned him in this as well, but could you? Yeah, but I could you have, tried not to. You're um, like, oh, no, I do too much of those shows. Right. So Edgar Allan Poe, uh, like famous Bostonian writer. Yeah. Um, Macabre individual. Yeah, love him. Uh, inventor of detective fiction. Did you oh. know that? What, the entire genre? Essentially, yeah, like the, the detective story. He, he wrote um, The Rouge Morgue, oh. um, which had, oh shit, I can't remember the name of the detective in it. But basically, he's like the first archetypal detective. And then mm. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle invented Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> what was that? Has anyone got Yeah, what was the time? One minute. <laughs> yeah. um, he said that he was directly inspired by it. Tell okay, me great. what I'm looking up. <laughs> um, the detective from uh, the Rouge Mog by Edgar Allan Poe. Rouge Mog. Like, Mog, yeah, it's like oh. Dav- Davaro, Davaport. Sure, anyway, the story the, the story is not very good. Does yeah. anyone anyway, interested in knowing what the twist in the story is? It's really bad. Spoilers. Okay, yeah, let's do it. It, it turns out that the crime's committed by an orangutan. Uh, <laughs> so much so that 
in the the story, yeah, the crime was committed by an orangutan. Uh, in some so I know a guy who like is a like a big HP Lovecraft guy and goes to the conventions and they have mm. like Edgar Allan Poe stuff there as well because they're kind ah, of connected. Okay. And a, a lot of the Poe scholars don't talk about that story very much because <laughs> it's considered so oh embarrassing. God, so um, but in his lifetime, he was better known as being a liter a literary critic. Uh, oh, okay. And he was known for because, like, apart from that, he's got he's got some goodens, hasn't he? Near the Raven. Yeah, people yeah. love that. I learned that off the Simpsons. Simpsons, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was known for being like really, really caustic and okay. like really siding in his reviews. Nice. Um, he was also known for being quite moody individual, mm. a bit up and down, and also <laughs> like I thought I just thought that he was famous for having a massive forehead, um, but it come <laughs> up in my research a couple of oh. times that he was like he's forehead. Like it was like sighted, like sighted. Do you think it was receding hairline? Or, a combination or? of receding hairline, and just having yeah. a big head. Yeah, so maybe just a, have those like a, big a five head, as yeah. we would have called it. <laughs> yeah, um, great. So anyway, this is the mystery surrounding his death part, okay. the first part. Um, so he was in Richmond, Virginia, in the United States of America. We've got to stop doing all these American. Yeah, stories. well, they're just weird. They got good know. stories. They've got everything. Um, and he was uh, heading back to New York City, where he was living at the time, mm. um, on the 27th of September, 1849. Uh, and then there's no record of him for a week until October the 3rd, uh, when he suddenly is found in Baltimore, which isn't New York. No. Um, and he's found at Ryan's Tavern, um, sometimes called like the Gunners Inn or something like that, um, absolutely out of his mind. Off his tits. Uh, yeah, off his tits, just ranting and raving, can't say put anything together. Shit. No one like knows what's going on. Um, a man finds him called Joseph Walker. Is uh, he famous at this point, by the way? Yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's Ed Grallant, yeah. yeah. He's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's pretty famous. Yeah. Right. Um, a guy finds him and like sends for um, a doctor. Um, and he says that he's in a beastly state of intoxication. A beast. A, an oh. obese, a beastly state. <laughs> I was like, I'm in an obesely state. <laughs> he's, he's obesely no, intoxicated. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this doctor comes, a, a guy called Doctor Snodgrass, which I was like, that can't be real, but it Love is. It. Yeah. Uh, he comes along and he's like, Poe is filthy. He's he's off his tits. Um, he's not wearing his clothes. He's wearing ah. somebody else's clothes. Um, I can tell. Yeah, he's hers a mess. He's covered in filth. Um, and apparently Doe was, uh, sorry, Doe, Poe was known to be quite, like, clean and well-dressed. I, I was just going to say, was that not normal for yeah, him? Yeah, <laughs> no. he, wasn't, he wasn't a scruff. Um, and he was, um, basically, he's like, yeah, he fucking pissed. We need to take him to um, Washington College Hospital. And there's, like, a, a, a um, uh, not journalist, a volunteers kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what it's not even close, is it? <laughs> the journalist is what you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, and they basically like, you think to this hospital and they have like a drunk tank that's just basically uh, a prison for drunk people where they yeah. sober up and you're not allowed to have visitors. Oof, uh, and he's in there and he's delirious and he's ranting and raving. Um, and his physician, a guy called Doctor Joseph, John Joseph Moran, um, says that um, he's wearing a stained faded old bombazine coat pantaloons of a similar character a pair of worn out shoe heels run down at the heels worn out shoes run down at the heels sorry and an old straw hat 
And he's just wow. like, he's fucking nuts. But he looks mental. Yeah. yeah. And Poe's basically in and out of consciousness. And when he's when he is conscious, he's not making any sense whatsoever. Sure. Um and he's screaming out like um he's screaming out the name Reynolds and no one can understand why. Um weird. although sometimes people think he's saying herring. Um what? Wait, do you think that same word that he's saying could be Reynolds or Herring? Or Herring, yeah. Cause he's it's so... like that, do you remember that Laurel and Yanni? I've tried yeah. so hard to block it out. <laughs> could you Could you hear them both or only one? I heard them both at different times. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I heard Laurel first. Yeah, because La- yeah. Laurel, I think, is what it is, what the okay. word is. I, I think it is. Yeah. Um, she put like, the audio Laurel, clip of it in there. Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. And he's mm. like... Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, Poe's delirious. Um, uh, it, it, his doctor, Moran, claimed that um, in like one brief moment of uh, like cognizance, he says to the doctor that his friend should have him shot and like oh, shoot no. his brains out, is what he says. Um, and yeah, he doesn't know where his belongings are. Um, they do eventually find him um, in a different in Richmond, Virginia, uh, in a different pub. Um, ah. Uh, and yeah, he's talking about. I mean, well, I've had them nights. Yeah, before. where you <laughs> lost your life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, no, Christmas Day, twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly. Um, he appears to be um, talking about his dead wife and confusing her for his uh, new kind of woman Oof, that he started awkward. to see. At least she's not. There. Yeah, but like in the sense that he's using his dead wife's name and saying that she's in this location, and people are like, "What the fuck is he on about?" Um, um, but. Moran is the only people, and he, he dies. He, do, he oh, just dies God. there. What? Yeah, he dies. He dies. Oh no one knows what it is. He's just fucking mad for a few days, and then he's, and then dead. he's dead. Um, but Doctor Moran is not exactly a reliable source. Like mm. he's already quite old by this point. Um, when he is told the story, it kind of he embellishes sometimes and say that Poe said this poetic sentence as his last oh, word. God, um, but then, oh. like, Poe scholars are like, he wouldn't have fucking said that. No. But then I think, no, well, he did redraft his work. He didn't come out with yeah. the raven, just like, just I'm about like, to drop this on head. you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Straight exactly. from the top of my massive dome. Um, <laughs> and, like, his death certificate was lost, so there's no recorded no. what what killed him. Yeah. Um, so the theories begin. Oh, okay. People Great. just don't know what's going on. So loads of theories start to pop up. Some people say that he was hypoglycemic. Uh, some say that he was assassinated deliberately. Oh. Um, some say that he uh, it was a suicide attempt for, um, via taking laudanum. Mm. Um, what's that, laudanum? It's like an old-timey drug. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's laudanum. Sounds like it would like come like in mercury like a... mercury or heroin, a, like a vial, a, brown, a tincture. Oh, a tincture. Yeah. yeah, no, I was thinking like a brown bottle, a little brown bottle. It might be a powder. Anyway, it's like an opiate, I think. Yeah, okay. Um, and the year before, he nearly died from a laudanum overdose, but it uh, was accidental. Well. Oh. It, yeah, he was just like, oh, I was Wait, just taking what? some... Oh, you just, just, had, I was just oh, having a bit. Having a yeah, because yeah, it, okay. it wasn't criminalised, so oh, you, you could just have a bit of laudanum if you wanted it. Um so Snodgrass, the guy yeah. who like first was like, oh, we better get him to hospital. He's very, very quick to say it's alcoholism. Like right. he is an alcoholic and this mm-hmm. is the effects. He's got a crippled mind from years of being on the booze. Could happen. Um, but Snodgrass um, would say that because um, he's a proponent of the temperance movement, which would become the prohibition movement. Oh, God. Yeah, like goody two-shoe alcohol. Yeah. Actually, the temperance movement like is kind of a mixed bag because a lot of it was founded by women who stopped wanting to be beaten by their husbands. Fair, fair, um, fair. But yeah, they, but then they kind of like spoiled, yeah, you know, 
Yeah. You know, then, well, the 1920s come along and everyone started boozing. Yeah. Um, I, I get the point in a way, like, like obviously alcoholism is like a really horrible disease. And yeah. And it does kill people and ruin lives. But... But yeah, some of the, the two vitriolic really women. Let people, it's up to people. <laughs> yeah. like, if people but, want to have a drink, they should be yeah, allowed. Anyway, exactly, yeah. um, so his doctor, Moran, disagreed. Um, but it, this was the thing that kind of started being reported, like that got reported in the papers. Okay. And it starts this rumour mill uh, that um, Doyle, uh, Doyle sorry, Poe is a, a raging <laughs> alcoholic. I know, it's, <laughs> can't stop it. Um, but so like, like a lot of his friends were like he wasn't a big big drinker right. like he would so some people would say oh he'd be he would be smashed out of his mind after one glass of wine and people were like that's not that true sound right. yeah. yeah then other people would say like um he was an occasional drinker and he would drink to the point of merriment like anybody else yeah. and then be fine and just like stay just yeah. Drinker, yeah and then other people said that he would only he only drank a lot when he was going through difficult times in his life um, um, so, yeah, so it's kind of it's could, like anybody else really yeah, I guess yeah definitely and it could like depend on when how you knew him and, and when yeah I guess yeah but at the time of his death he registered to be a member of the Sons of Temperance which was part uh, like a group of men who were part of the Temperance mm. movement um, and that the argument goes that he'd been dry for a, a while because oh, he was like I getting see. into it he fell off the bandwagon maybe no, what is it? Fell off the wagon. Fell off the wagon. <laughs> um, you joined the bandwagon. Some people said it was drug abuse. Yep. Um, but one of his enemies, because he had many, many enemies, oh, it turns out, um, said that it wasn't, which oh. is weird for an enemy to say. And yeah. he's, uh, he's this guy whose name I didn't record for stupid reasons was also a doctor. And he said, um, you know, I, I visited him a bunch of times, mm. presumably to call him a knob. You know? Was he like a frenemy or an, like, an okay, actual... Like, yeah, he has lots of acquaintances who dislike him very ah, much. Okay. Um, but he was like, if he'd been an addict, I would have, you know, I would have known yeah. that he would have been a wreck. exploited that. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, so he wasn't, so it's not the drugs, yeah. possibly. Uh, 2006 testing of hair revealed mm. that it wasn't, wasn't lead poisoning or okay, mercury poisoning fine. just in case yep. um it's also possible that he had cholera because he like um. there was a cholera academic going on but one like all what a lot of these don't make sense is why the foot was he in somebody else's clothes yeah 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 wait go back going back to the hair did what did they just like dig him up and uh yeah. maybe they had some on file or yeah they might have he, yeah. he, he did get dug up uh, oh he crap! Really loved that, There's someone I didn't write in my notes oh, yeah. about. Yeah, he got dug up a couple of times, I think. Um, <laughs> okay. um, but so yeah. there's a thing that they he might be what they call a victim of cooping, Ooh. cooping, which is um, back in like the Wild West days of American politics. What they would do is um, like pit bosses and politicians would find someone who's voted, drug them. Um, take them to another district and have them vote again under another name so that they ah. could um, like stuff ballot boxes with votes for them that is, that seems like very labor intensive but yeah but have you ever I seen like gangs in new york they'd just be like yeah you need to go and vote again like shave your beard vote again um so one of the arguments against this being thing is that it was it was edgar Allan poe and people would have recognized yeah. him as edgar Allan poe that big um, that big fod but coincidentally fired. the name Reynolds that he had been shouting was the name of the judge that was in um, Ryan's tavern who was overseeing a ballot there. So whether or not he was just there or whether or not that guy was was setting him up, yeah, no one knows. The problem is, um, yeah, it's never been 
conclusively decided what killed Edgar Allan Poe. What the fuck? So that's the mystery of Edgar Allan Poe's death. Yes. So he gets buried at the back of Westminster Hall and Burying Grounds in Baltimore um, in a simple wooden box with no pillow and no velvet lining. It's like a... I don't really know. It just says he was just like in this really shitty basic box. And then to make Mm. matters worse... Um, he's not even buried with a headstone because that was coming from someplace and it, it smashed. So he's just um, buried under a sandstone um, grave head that just yeah. says number 80. Like, he's not oh. even got his name but on to it. To be fair, he would have loved all this shit. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's pretty... Yeah. But anyway, like people don't like that like the hero is that and like people raise money and do readings um and eventually they manage to buy him like a real proper like oh, nice okay mausoleum um the problem is is that um like there'd been a rearrangement of the the cemetery in this time and they were moving him to a more prominent place in the cemetery um and the grave diggers I'll be all right, that bleak. (laughs) I'm just going to keep going, just ignore that. Um, Yeah, the gravediggers couldn't find his body and accidentally dug up the wrong person. (gasps) No! But eventually they they put him back. Yeah, they put that guy back and they're like, oh, shit. Shit. And then eventually... They they, they saw he had a normal-sized forehead and they were like... They did, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they they eventually found him and like the gravedigger was like, oh, yeah, I could tell it was him from the size of his fod. Like, genuinely. Like, they're like, yeah, yeah, like his dome looks exactly the same. Um, so yeah then they had like a, a second burial and it was all all like nice and yeah, that. Um, so anyway on the day of his burial this is moving on to a, a, an extra bit okay, on the day of his burial uh, an obituary, obituary appeared in the New York Tribune written okay. by a man just of the name Ludwig mm. um, who praised him for his impact on the literary world yeah. um, but absolutely slagged him off mm. and said that he was like angry and vain and arrogant alcoholic lunatic who used to walk through the streets starting fights and just mumbling to himself and that he's always been fucking nuts basically and you know this was coming um and like so that's it like that's what the world now thinks of Edgar Allan Poe it's in in the New York the failing New York Tribune (laughs) um but anyway it turns out this guy this Ludwig is another one of Poe's enemies enemies yeah Yeah. called Rufus Wilmot Griswold (laughs) What? I don't know if he's German, but I've kind of added an accent there. Yeah, I mean, um, sounds, yeah. But yeah, Griswold is like a sometime acquaintance. Is it, do you reckon it's Griswold? Griswold. Yeah, yeah I'm going to call him Griswold. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's the Griswold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he um, somehow either, like no one's clear whether this was Poe's intention or not, or whether mm. somehow he manages to flim-flam Poe's uh, aunt but he becomes like the executor of his literary estate. What? Like he manages to work himself into this and he puts together a biography of Poe. So it's like a sequence okay. of articles and essays. Um, and in one of them called Memoir of the Author, um, he literally rewrites it so that Poe's depicted as a like depraved, drug-addled madman. What? Um, and yeah, he just changes words and part of it is lifted from like other historical satires that he just changes it to be about Poe. Um so like future biographers have, would try to dissuade people this argument but at that point it's too late they printed it like it, yeah. that's what people think about Edgar Allan Poe and even oh, to this day shit. like some people still think that because that's the kind of cultural um, like persona that he has now yeah. even though he probably wasn't he was probably just like a kind of possibly manic depressive but yeah. certainly interested in the macabre yeah. maybe like to drink definitely had a big forehead yes 
we've but, established that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that's like his death and then he's weird. Like the weird fallout immediate aftermath. Yeah, of it. all of that's fucking um, So let's fast forward to the 1930s. Okay. And this yes. is, I like this bit. This is kind of cool. In the 1930s, a tradition arises of a man appearing each year on January the 17th, which is Poe's birthday. Um, and the figure is usually dressed in black with a hat or a scarf to like obfuscate his face. Does he have a big forehead? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, he's carrying a silver-tipped cane. Uh, very, very early in the morning, he will go to Poe's grave, um, pour a glass of cognac, um, drink it and toast to Poe, and then leave three rosies in a formation on his grave. Um, the, I think they're supposed to represent like his wife, his sister, and his aunt, or something like that. They, they're like the the always have some symbolic meaning. Anyway, like over the years, so unfortunately, this guy is known as the Poe Toaster. Okay. Yeah, which does sound yeah. like oh, now nah, with four heats. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But no, he's just a man who toasts, yeah. like does a toast does to the memory of Poe. Yeah. Um, yeah, the protest comes in. He's called the protest, uh, and over the years, like people and journalists like try to come by and and like watch him do the toast and what, find so out who he is. This is a real dude, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. This oh, is a real. Don't make it like. I thought this was like a people thought they saw the no, ghost. No, like oh. so the protest is very secretive, and he does like kind of sneak in and out of the the cemetery as best he can without being noticed. You don't, yeah, you don't want to make a drama about yeah. it, even though he's doing it in a very dramatic. He way, is doing I it very. Uh, um, yeah. And um, there's a guy called Joe Jerome, who's the curator of the Poe Museum, um, who like, becomes interested in it, obviously, because it's becoming mm. part, part of, like, Poe law. Um, and he starts, like, watching, make sure he's always there to observe the Poe Toaster. Mm. And sometimes the Poe Toaster will, like, leave notes, usually, like, being nice and honouring Poe, like, you know, your memory will not be lost, all that, all that kind ah, of jazz. We're in 1999... Um, Wait, this has been going on since... Yeah, so this goes on f- from, they think, the earliest recording of it is the... 1930s Joe Jerome has, de- has witnessed it since the ni- since 1976 okay so in 1999 a note is left by the portoster um that says other oh, announces that the original portoster has now died and that ah. his son or possibly sons will be taking on the tradition ah. um so it kind of continues and the, the, this new Poe Toaster, who people say is visibly younger and more like sprightly, okay. starts coming. And his notes are a bit more, they're not as dramatic. Ah, um, okay. They do reference stuff like um, the Baltimore Ravens, who are named after Poe's. Oh, right. Like, that's why cool. they're called the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, that's nice. Their mascot, they have three mascots, three ravens. <gasps> what? Called Edgar Allan and Poe. Yeah. Um but like he's like, oh, they're not going to win the 1999 Super Bowl and stuff like that. Uh. Or he makes a He makes a comment about Francie's not being involved in the Iraq war because it's got something to do with the cognac. He didn't bring cognac that year or something. Um, And the kind of the sun continues the tradition. But in 2009, um, there was a final note left that Jerome, Jerome became the curator of the notes. Like he would collect the notes and exhibit them. Um, And he lied and said that no note had been left that year. Um, because he'd read it and he was so dismayed by what was written, he couldn't bring himself to make it public. <gasps> but what he did kind of let loose is that he thinks the tradition is going to end and that the son and our sons who have taken it over don't want to be the Poe Toaster. So that's the final note in 2009 saying there's not the Poe, the Poe Toastery is over. Uh, in 2010, four Poe Toasters show up 
and Jerome is there and there's a journalist there and he, he notes that um, these must be they're called the faux toasters oh, um, that's quite cute quite, yeah. and yeah. then he knows that none of them know a, uh, are the, the real, the real yeah. like tradition because he says that uh, none of them arrange the um, rosies in the exact way none of them right. make the right toast um, they're they are really bold in brass and do it and like stand up in front of everyone rather than Aww. kind of be try to be, be secretive yeah. and he also said that the potos had started to notice that Joe Jerome was there and would like signal him as like oh, a sign like, of respect yeah. Whatever, yeah and he said every year without fail even the sun would do that yeah, um, okay. so anyway that stopped um, and Jerome said you know after every every visitation 2010 was the would have been Paul's 200th birthday okay so he agreed that now is a good time to let this tradition end Stop and die naturally um but and this is the last point uh in 2015 the Maryland historical society where mm. baltimore is um organized a competition to select a new individual to become the poe toaster um okay. and they're still anonymous no one knows who it is um but they carry on the tradition Although now it's kind of like a touristy thing where you can go and like watch the put the, oh, the pot toasting. Okay. But yeah, there we are. Whoa. One one man's weird, suspicious death has so many weird things connected <laughs> oh to it. Oh my god, all those things are so weird. Yeah, I'm gonna try and find the picture of the pot toaster because you, yeah. you look it like there's like I think there's one from the 1970s that I think mm. maybe the Inquirer got or some some magazines in black and white and it looks quite romantic but also like very mysterious he is quite <laughs> ghost-like i wonder who the dude was yeah do you think it was someone he knew then Poe, or do you think it was like well it would have been someone poe knew because he died in like died nine, in eight, 18 he could be 49 oh no could not be but if someone i mean <laughs> like if, if it was <laughs> if it carried on between like four four generations it could mm. have a man did claim to be the poe toaster a guy who was in his 90s oh. um but um, his daughter said, "If it is, he's never told anyone. He's a bit, he's a bit, he's a bit cheeky, but he's he's not that cheeky." And then I think Joe Jerome, um, like being the expert on the portos, they just yeah. was like, "No, none of that makes sense. Like yeah. he's too old." Like Need all some this kind, kind of, of secret. Well, I suppose actually, like whatever was in the last note is is a good secret. For- Perhaps maybe Joe Jerome knows. And- yeah. That revealed who it was. I see. And he, he didn't maybe wanna, he like. He's like. It's oh, better to have the myth. Them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I I really like macabre stuff when mm-hmm. it's. Mm. I, I'm. I I think I'm more of like an ethical macabre person. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, there's like you know when people are like um oh, like I used to. Mm, should I say this? Go on. Yeah, we can cut it. So there's a there was a girl that, who actually I really like is really nice and really like, but she used to have a human skull that she had like on her mantelpiece mm-hmm. and I was a bit like and like I didn't want to be that guy and I didn't and I wasn't that guy but I did think like who who's that person mm. like I know you yeah. I know you're macabre and all that but like that's an actual person yeah and it's not gonna be like I mean it's probably not gonna be somebody who like you know their family had enough money and everything was fine but they just decided to become a skull on a mantelpiece. yeah <laughs> yeah it, it's definitely someone who's like their family was so desperate that they just had to like sell their body someone or, from a pauper's grave or, yeah, exactly. or someone someone who went missing who they never found yeah exactly and like recently i've been doing a bit of research about it so i think i might do an article about it i mean i know i'm giving away this entire article right now but i think you'll have to no, write it in the next week listen to this <laughs> yeah that's true. yeah that's true yeah um I was doing some research about where human skulls come from because there's a... The human head. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is new information. No, they're like... Um, like. I'll tell you so, what, you know if you had Edgar Allan Poe's skull. 
Yeah, you wouldn't believe what I was like, what's wrong with that skull? It's like, like the moon. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I was doing some research about it and like, um, so I was on this on this website that sold human skulls. It's mm. sold animal bones as well and like human bones. And um, I was on the FAQ section about where they get the skulls from. And they're all sourced from India and China, it oh. said. Yeah. And you're just like, that. those are... Those are poor people. And like what what I realized, like I just thought a lot of these schools are like, you know, Victorians that died a hundred years ago. Mm. But they're not. No. They're like modern day people. But they could have living yeah. relatives. I, like... I mean, they absolutely do have living relatives. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't know what they do to the, like, ugh, I was reading about it and it's really gross. Like, like, so the schools from India, which way around is it? One of them, they're like I remember it saying they're like um like smaller schools but better prepared and then the other one was like they're bigger schools but they're not as well prepared and I was like oh what does that mean like mm. imagine having it arrive in the post and you open it up and it's like oh I don't know it looks raw you know like you know like how <laughs> a, a raw school yeah just like fresh out covered like, in can you, yeah like blood and yeah and shit and like can you imagine like opening that package up and then i'd have instant second thoughts i'd be like oh this yeah. is a mistake there's <laughs> a conservative minister uh, like a historic conservative leader yeah. i can't remember who it is um frustratingly it might mean to help you search for it if you're gonna fact check me now is <laughs> it's like the when tv became like mainstream so like the 50s i guess um a lord something um oh fuck I can't, it like if we get the image we could put it in the notes whatever mm. um but when he was like first being on television like and they had makeup artists someone was applying a lot of makeup artists this this conservative minister he's like why are you applying so much makeup and then um he was like <laughs> the makeup artist was like well your head looks quite like a skull and he was like don't all human heads look like skulls <laughs> and the makeup artist just said no <laughs> that's good, good. that might be an apocryphal story yeah it might not be true, but what it tells us about the Tories is very exactly. true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, because yeah. I feel like there's somewhere clearly that person wanted that. So there's like, I don't know which, I mean, my knowledge of this is bad. I used to know these details, I've forgotten them. But like one of the philosophers, I want to say John Stuart Mill. I might have made that up. John, you mean, uh, you know about the head that's at Oxford that keeps the, taking the head yeah, off? Yeah, there's like, it's a whole stuffed It's person. either John Luck or Stuart Mill. It's one of the utilitarian bros. I think it's Stuart bros. Mill, I think. The Johnny Boys. Yeah. The light. Yeah. And then, yeah, like the fresh is like, but now they've made a wax of it, so they keep yeah. making the wax head. Yeah, which is, I think, fine. Yeah. But like, yeah, and he, he wanted to be stuffed and put on a seat in whichever yeah. university. Oxford, I want to say. Oxford, but also, I mean, he invented like, like he wrote on liberty like a, a fantastic yeah. doctrine of like what it means to be a human mm. and he's like i want to be on i want to be on so everyone can see me yeah i don't think you said and i also want freshers to steal my head and yeah, play football with true. it yeah 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 dick move freshers mm. um but it's for the greater good uh, that's a you that is. It is. <laughs> joke i like it got more yeah uh, they're getting yeah. more enjoyment out of his head than he is now so <laughs> that's there true. you go yeah um yeah so i'm like obviously it's fine if like you know or if it's like maybe it's like a hand i'm kind of i can forgive that but like when it's yeah when it's like i'm still working on you because like in utilitarian ethics there's a thing called the hedonic calculus that you use to figure out whether or not yeah yeah. and i'm like oh he's not got his head on head on calculus Uh, that's it feels like this is a tight five minutes that involves (laughs) 
<laughs> first year philosophy. Yeah, I did that at A level actually. Yeah, so did yeah. I. Oh, okay. Fine. But then I did agree in it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did it at A level, and I was like, oh my god, this is like it wasn't like hard. Well, it was hard. The concepts were hard to grasp, but what I found with philosophy is once you learn it it's not automatically saved in your brain like other subjects no. are it's like you you understand it and then you go to the beach or whatever and then the next day you come back and you're like wait i no I longer what? understand yeah. this yeah um that and that's why i couldn't abide i don't know why you did that no i don't honest. know either i would yeah. I, honestly i see the value of philosophy but i would never recommend anybody <laughs> studying it like it's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you yeah, I mean, study yeah. at A level, then don't go to university and study. Is what yeah. I would say. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. That's what. Yeah, I just I realize like if I do this as a degree, it, I'm going to fail. Yeah. <laughs> if you're interested in it, study maths and read that on the side. Cause yeah, and that, they go hand in hand these days, don't they? Maths and philosophy. Yeah, if you especially do my my maths. We've Wait. gone off topic here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So, are you ready for corrections, Abigail, or do we need to give you some time? Um, I think I'm okay. Okay. Great. Because I felt like there were a lot this week, actually. There were quite a lot. Okay. Uh, I was going to say there aren't a ton. They're just very long, but actually they're they're also a ton. Well, that's good. <laughs> and they're, they're long. And interstate, I think, is basically just a is just a highway. But highways are routes that were established prior to the interstate highway systems conception. So highways are the older ones. Ah. I think. Mm. Oh, like the two, like the A one and the M one. No fucking idea. Let's no, move you on. Oh, God, don't I, none that. of us drives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they are also apparently usually more restricted. Like they have tolls and whatever. I see. And yeah. they have more traffic. And the Interstate ah. 94 connects the Great Lakes and the Northern Great Plains region. Oh. That sounds like a lot. That sounds like good, good American ship. Mm. Yeah, sounds great. Shit. Yeah. yeah, sounds yeah. like a good day trip. Oh, like that. you get yeah. from one nice place to another. But no, in America, it's twelve yeah. days. I feel, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like you missed my joke. Off, <laughs> oh, really. what was it? Oh. I said it's great. Oh, okay. it connects the Great Lake and the Great Plains. Oh. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um, unappreciated in my time. <laughs> the listeners would have all been like pissing. They would have been, yeah. yeah. And then I would have oh. looked a dickhead for having to go back and like yeah. point it out and having no one laugh at yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there were so many subway-related creepypastas. I just could not find the oh, one you were referring no, fine, to. There are a lot of them. Go and enjoy them all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. Um, trying to find out which state has the mo- or had the most serial killers was like a real pain. Proportional to its population, it's Alaska. Oh. So they oh. have there, um, 15.65 serial killings per 1 million inhabitants. But overall, it's California with roughly mm. 1,628 oh. people murdered by a serial killer since 1900. Wow. Fucking hell, that's yeah. a lot, isn't it? That is loads. Um, there was like... Okay, so I'm just going to... I was just actually going to tell a fact that I thought that basically I knew. Don't make but, me have to check anything. No, well, no, it was, I was only just going to start telling you a fact and then I realised I've copied it directly off an episode of my favourite murder that I only listened to like oh, okay. a few days ago. So it's mm. really just me yeah. repeating something. Never mind, but basically, so. there was this one bit oh. of California, Northern California that like was so badly policed that just like loads of serial killers just were just free to do the serial killing do some serial killings Um, so not Wisconsin but Wisconsin does have a lot of notable ones would you like to hear some yes Um, Ed Ed Gein 
Yes. Ted, no, not no. Ted Bundy. Um, see how many you can guess. Uh, Wayne Gacy. Wayne, John Wayne Gacy? Uh, I don't think so. No. But uh, he does seem like one of them backward ones. Yeah. Um... Oh, Damn it. Yeah, yeah. That's an obvious the one. Milwaukee Cannibal. That's his nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Gaines is the butcher of Plainfield. Mm. Um, but he's like Ed Gaines not really a serial killer. He only killed like one or two people. Yeah, he was like he, he was dug a, up graves yeah, and stuff and body definitely skin suits. Uh, you have to yeah. kill at least three to be a serial killer, I think. The definition mm. changes, so, I think. It's two actually. Yeah. 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 So there's like the most famous Vinter after me mm-hmm. is um a Colonel Gaddafi <laughs> no he's a, he's a serial killer but he did only kill two oh, um, yeah. yeah yeah I don't know how many people he killed but he was definitely mostly a body snatcher mm. Mm. Um, John mm, I just lost it in my notes John McCaffrey don't know who that no. is but apparently he's the only person to ever be executed by the state of Wisconsin Wisconsin ah. for yeah, of his wife Maybe I'll look up um, Trixie Mattel. And, <laughs> uh, Edward Wayne Edwards, Walter E. Ellis, also known mm. as the Milwaukee Northside Strangler, yes. David Spanbauer, Chai Vang, uh, Terry Ratman, Radcliffe Horton. Terry, Terry, Ras, Ras, is it Rasmussen? I think it's Ratman. I uh, don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe not then. Um, what did he. Because he's the. If it's him, he's, he's the barrel one. No, mm. oh, he's the. DNA. DNA sequencing. No, he oh. he was a mass murderer who killed seven members of his church congregation. Oh, different, different killer. Yeah. Christopher Scarver, who killed Jeffrey Dahmer at Columbia Correctional Institution in 1994. Oh, so what? this guy, he he was <laughs> not a serial killer until he killed Jeffrey Dahmer oh. and another murderer called Jesse Anderson. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm off really. I think. I don't know. I mean, he did kill at least one person to land himself oh, to in jail before yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, but he was I just said, a murderer, undo. and then he knocked off these and now two he's a serial killer. Yeah. Serial murder. I mean, yeah. you would if you'd done one murder, you might as well just do it. Apparently, he said that he thought Dharma like didn't regret it, and he would mm. like rearrange his food when he was eating into like the shape of limbs and like squirt ketchup on it oh, to look like blood. That's to, like, very child to tease the other inmates. Oh, I mean, fuck yeah. that! Yeah, no wonder he's dead. I mean, mm. yeah, it's Dharma. He deserved yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. No one deserves it more than him. Yeah. It's actually say. crazy that like a cannibal was just allowed to 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 be around other inmates. Like Yeah. They have yeah. a hard time, don't they, in prison cannibals? <laughs> I mean they deserve it. <laughs> um I I couldn't find how much creepypasta raised for was her no. name Peyton. Yeah. But I found that the city of Madison, Wisconsin raised over seventy thousand dollars for her. No, oh, that's, yeah. that's amazing. That's probably like one two thousand in America were there for yeah, that's true. It's it's actually, actually, literally is. Yeah, yeah have a baby. I, I saw like a screenshot of the because it was a um not a GoFundMe, the mm. other one, but it's now become a part of GoFundMe, so the uh. link doesn't work mm. uh, anymore. Okay. Um, but I saw a screenshot of it when it first went up, and the the amount they were going for was in like six figures at least. Oh Whoa. wow! Yeah. Okay. And that mm. was for her medical bills. I suppose if you've been stabbed nineteen times, yeah, that's the least. Yeah. 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 I couldn't make it out because it was so blurry, but it was yeah. like at least three hundred thousand, I think. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah. Um, the detective in the murders in the Rouge Morgue Is it story. Lupin. Dustin. Dupin. Um, Augusta, Augusta Dupin, or something like that. That's it. Like that. Yeah, uh, I think it's yeah. pronounced Dupin. 
I think it's French. Yeah, it is French, which is why I don't yeah. know whether you pronounce it August Dupin. or August. Yeah. August Dupin. <laughs> <laughs> it was the orangutan. No way. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to um, to bring up a Guardian article called Are American Serial Killers a Dying Breed? And I know what th- this isn't what they meant, but my head just went like millennials are killing the serial yeah. killer industry. <laughs> <laughs> um, laudanum is a tincture of opium containing approximately 10% powdered opium by weight. Well, I mean, I'm yeah, going to say enough. that sounds quite a lot. Uh, any, op- 10% any opium? 10% pa- powdered opium. 10% I mean, by weight, yeah. So. Yeah, the opium is the is the main is the main it's the main bit what I mean is uh, I guess if you have it's not made up of the active bit and another bit it's like the opium is the active bit isn't it yeah yeah so yeah. Um, couldn't find your conservative minister. No, I no. think the quote was just like. Let's just say it was all of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Jeremy Bentham who's currently. Oh, ah, we always guy. forget about Jezza. Like, what was he doing? I don't think it's Oxford either. I think no. it's London. Mm. King's College. His entire thing. Maybe was King's wrong, College. Yeah. Well, um, there we go. King's is where I had my ADHD assessment. Just for. Mm-hmm. Piece of information. <laughs> you should have should have gone and seen Jeremy Bentham. Should have done, shouldn't mm-hmm. I? Yeah, uh, but I would have been too creeped out because, as we established with Pete Bog, I do not, I do not like to look at dead bodies, real dead bodies. Do we, we talk about that? Pete Bog? We, University you, you, you College stop. London. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't stop mentioning him. What Pete? Yeah. Bog? <laughs> <laughs> um, Mum, Pete Bog. Yeah, I, his dad I, works for Nintendo. I've never seen he gets me games. Um, I've never seen a mummy because I'm too scared. Mm. I don't want to get cursed. Have you seen a daddy? That <laughs> <laughs> oh, just really reminded me. I don't think you guys were here. but um, So the background of this for listeners is there's a transcribing software called Otter, which is generally quite good. But Ethan did an interview. And as, you, as you'll know, if you've listened to the podcast for a long time, Ethan's got quite a broad accent. Um, and he said, hello, Craig, at the start of the interview. And Otter transcribed it as, hello, daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, so rec- I don't think I told you guys, but recent- recently I was just talking to Ethan and we were talking about Otter. Oh, I like, saw it on Twitter. And I said, it made me full body cringe. <laughs> so I was like, we was, I, was talking about, I was talking to him about Otter. We were talking about Otter. It came up in conversation for some reason. And then I was like, oh, I said like whatever I said. And then I was like, and then I added on to like, daddy. And he was in the room with me, and I thought this was like a fun thing about daddy. Uh, you but thought he, it was like a fun callback. Yeah, he didn't remember. He didn't remember mm. that, he, that he said that, and it, and yeah, it was weird. very weird. That's and really uncomfortable. I was full of regrets. Yeah, <laughs> I still um, bet it transcribed his better than it did mine. Mine was just like pure gibberish. Was it? And the woman I interviewed, who was American, got hers like perfect, spot yeah. on. Yeah, so but, I've given a few people my stuff to transcribe because obviously I'm far too important to transcribe my own interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, and they've both been American and they've the people who I've given the interviews to to transcribe, they put it through Otter and they gave it back to me like within an hour and that is like, and they're both quite long interviews. So yeah, that's a sign that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a sign that the Otter, I think, works quite well it's on getting Americans. getting smarter. The Otter's yeah. getting smarter. Otter, yeah. Should we um, thank everybody and go home? Yes, let's do it. Um, so, thank you to producer Jada, who's thank yawning you. right now. Yeah. <laughs> She's right. so bored of us. <laughs> been here like an hour. Yeah. Um, thanks to Annika Vadical, who does our social media. 
which reminds me follow us on instagram at his crazy story follow the overtake at the overtake on everything mm-hmm. please please give us some money on the patreon i'm kind of thinking we should start reading out the the patrons on the end of the podcast we could mm. do like a quick oh, thing yeah, read them all out. Yeah. so maybe if you if you join the patreon now you could be part of that if we decide to do that we will just let's just yeah this is the decision this we'll is read them out thing. in chunks and if anyone new gets on you you can we just we'll read you out earlier yeah. yeah yeah that's a great idea yeah because that would be annoying reading the full list every time. yeah it's, it's yeah. too no, it's, it's too to long that. to and now 50 names some of them you don't know yeah exactly. <laughs> most of them yeah. you don't know 660 names right? oh yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. many um cool uh yeah oh and also we never say send us your crazy stories mm-hmm. oh yeah crazy yeah. story at the overtake.com we have a whole last email address for yeah that. we do that's why <laughs> the Amer- that's how the american listener got in touch mm-hmm. um so yeah just send us them send us your own don't make it up that's all the only rule we can't fact check it yeah <laughs> yeah uh cool good good uh right okay is that everything yes, yes. Podcast over. Goodbye. Bye. We should say thank you, shouldn't we, to the listeners, really, when we do nah, this. Fucking. Just keep that in, that counts. <laughs> <laughs>